a 150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 13. I'm your host, Norm the Master's Dog Dunham, aka The Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast I do to bring awareness and prayer to our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. Every year I count down the top 50 countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch List. From January through October, the second and fourth Wednesdays of the month, I count down from 50 to number 31. Then throughout the month of November, which about 12 years ago I dubbed to be Persecuted Church Awareness Month, I count down from 30 to number 1. It is a countdown, which is why the episode numbers go backwards. You're not losing your mind. Today is episode 13. Yesterday was 14. Tomorrow will be 12, up until the end of the month when we get to episode number 1 which is the worst country in the world for Christians to live in based on the persecution they endure because of their faith in Jesus Christ. A little background on the podcast for those who are new. Once again, another day, more subscribers. Another subscriber to the uh, Evangelical Norm Network on YouTube. More members over at the Fifth Seal page. Every day this month, we have had people joining us to, to become more aware and pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. And that's because of you guys. One, personal invitations. Nothing beats that. You have invited people to come join us, people who are interested, who would be willing to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. You've invited them, and they've come. And then also, by liking, sharing, commenting on the videos, it makes the algorithm send it out to more and more people who are apt to join as well to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. So thank you all very much. Keep doing that. Keep commenting, liking, sharing all that stuff. If you haven't already, subscribe at the Evangelical Norm Network. Join us at the Fifth Seal page on Facebook um, so we can become aware and pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. All that being said, it is Friday, November 18th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org, International Christian Concern. The European Court of Human Rights declared that Turkey had violated the human rights of the Greek Orthodox Texaris Church after denying them the ability to register for a property. The church has a long history in Turkey and is one of the foundations under Turkey's law of the Greek Orthodox community of Istanbul. As a result, the ECHR declared this is discrimination and ordered Turkey to pay a fine of 5,000 euros. Doesn't seem to be that much. A stark contrast between the previous population of over 1.8 million Greeks just over a century ago to today's population of a few thousand show the level of persecution and discrimination they have faced over the years. The foundational churches that began their struggle to stay active in the today's modern political climate of Turkey, the Greek Orthodox Taxaris Church's inability to register their church is a prime example of the hardships these communities face here. According to the report, quote, Turkey challenges, face, Turkey challenges Facing Christians 2016 to 2020, published by ICC, states the following, quote, as an 
Turkey has an obligation under national and international law to uphold freedom of religion or belief. The authorities must provide a legal framework to accommodate its religious minorities and develop a national narrative that promotes social cohesion. Given the new executive powers of Turkey's president, the position holds the necessary authority to make the needed changes to the legal framework which protects religious minorities. This obligation for religious freedom extends to those territories under Turkish military control." Unquote. By calling out the Turkish government for this human rights violation, awareness on the subject can continue to circulate and hopefully pressure them to allow more freedom to the Christian population to practice their faith without fear of discrimination. So basically what has happened is the, the government in Turkey, under their own laws, this is an actual registered church. Greek Orthodox is one of the churches that is recognized as an official religion there, and they're denying this one the... Uh, right to register to a property for their church. The government is doing that. Just imagine what is happening now to Protestant churches, Pentecostal churches, uh, any other evangelical church, especially those that are active in preaching the gospel, the discrimination that they face and that they endure. I mean, this is a recognized religion in the country of Turkey, and they're having issues. Other churches are, are being discriminated against. They can't find a place to worship, they can't rent places, they can't register property, uh, uh, Christians can't fellowship together without fear of being discriminated against, losing jobs, all these things, this is all happening in the country of Turkey to our brothers and sisters who are over there. And it seems, you know, when we hear stories of people being imprisoned and, and murdered for their faith, sometimes we look at this and we go, well, that just doesn't seem that bad. And honestly, it doesn't, but it's still... This is this is where it starts. Minor things like this, and we're seeing that happen more and more in Canada, in the in Europe, in the UK, could be coming to the states very soon. So as we become aware, we just need to know. And and again, I'm not claiming by any means that we are persecuted here in the states in comparison to what is happening around the world, but we need to be aware and watch for these things to happen. So be praying for our brothers and sisters in Turkey. And that brings us to our world watch list country for the day. Number 13, Sudan. So a few facts about Sudan. The region is Africa. The persecution type is Islamic oppression. The main religion is Islam. The persecution level is very high. Population of Sudan is 44,592,000, of which about 1,984,000 are Christians. So mm, right around 3%. Uh, the government is a presidential republic. The leader is Lieutenant General Abdel Fattah al-Burhan. So what does persecution look like in Sudan? Since the 2019 coup that ousted Omar, Omar al-Bashir, who ruled Sudan for 30 years, the situation for Sudanese Christians has somewhat improved in the sense that the government has changed its policy of considering Christians enemies and agents of the West. However, there are systematic, systematic issues that affects, affect Christians. First, while well, government policy has changed, 
Social attitudes about Christians have not, especially outside of Khartoum. There, there, the culture and surrounding society are still majority Muslim and suspicious of any other faith. Second, the government has not put real protections into place for Christians and other religious minorities. For example, even with the change in official status, confiscated churches and lands have yet to be returned to their Christian owners, and trying to build new churches is still extremely difficult. And finally, there are still high-level military leaders who have slowed to reform. What has changed this year? Persecution remains incredibly high in Sudan and hasn't changed much in the last year. Churches were burned down and Christians reportedly reported being beaten or attacked during the World Watchlist reporting period. Ongoing ethnic violence in the Darfur region also worries many observers who wonder if the transitional government can actually protect minorities. While the positive developments that occurred after al-Bashir's ouster are worth celebrating, it remains to be seen how much change will actually take place in reality. Christians are still at significant risk from society at large, particularly if they have converted from Islam. Additionally, armed groups who were part of the former dictatorship continue to be active, posing a constant threat to Christians. Christians outside the capital, capital city of Khartoum remain most at risk, but all of Sudanese society is still largely opposed to the public expression of Christianity, and despite gains at the national level, reform can be hard to come by at the local level. Christians who convert from Islam face additional risk from families and community. Ways we can pray for Sudan. After the fall of former dictator Hassan Omar al-Bashir in April 2019, the transitional government under the leadership of Prime Minister Abdullah Hamdok introduced exciting changes to the legal framework governing life in Sudan. But as the political situation in Sudan continues to be volatile, pray for these changes to be implemented and respected in lower government levels and society in general. Christians, especially those who converted from Islam, still face many challenges. They are treated like second-class citizens and are sidelined by family and society. In some areas, they are vulnerable to targeted violence. Pray that amid these challenges, they will continue growing in their knowledge of Christ to be able to courageously speak to others about salvation found in Christ alone. Open Door's vision for Sudan is to see Sudan is to see a resilient church that stands strong in the face of persecution and is economically empowered to support themselves. Pray for protection over our partners and much of much fruit from their work. Open Door's vision for Sudan. Yeah, they repeated that twice. I get a lot of that as I'm reading these uh, repeated prayer requests. So there we go. Um, let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this time we have to come together to lift up our brothers and sisters who are around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in you. Lord, we thank you that you provided us a, a platform through social media like YouTube and Facebook where we can continue to come together across vast distances and even across the span of time as so many people will watch this video later today, tomorrow, days from now, or download the podcast and, and listen days from now, and yet still join their voices with ours as we lift up our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in you. Lord, we pray for our brothers and sisters in Turkey. God, we praise you that the this human rights court has recognized the violation of the human rights of, of the Christians there. But Lord, we pray that you would move in the government and that you would actually, we would actually see reformed in the legislature there in Turkey that would allow for more and more freedom of religion, freedom to worship for the Christians that are there and other religious minorities, but specifically for the Christians, Lord, 
that they would be bold in proclaiming the gospel and that you would see we would see more and more people coming to to faith in you through repentance and faith Christ that you would be drawing those people to yourself um, and we pray for all the churches not just the Greek Orthodox but all the churches there that are are struggling to find ways to worship you there in in Turkey Lord and Lord we lift up uh, Sudan we pray for uh, the the government there we pray that all of the changes that have come under this new prime minister that have been vocally made, but those will be implemented through legislature, through passing of laws, and that uh, there would be an, a, a real reform in the government there and that there would be real religious freedom where Christians can, can worship you and they can build properties and hold services and proclaim the gospel without fear of reprisal or repercussion or, or persecution, imprisonment, or any of those things, Lord. Lord, we pray for our brothers and sisters who have converted from Islam, that you have drawn out of this de de deceitful and violent religion, Lord. We pray that you would protect them in the midst of their families and communities where they can face so much persecution, even violence and, and ostracization, um, loss of, of inheritance and all these things that they endure, Lord, because they convert from Islam. I pray that you would be with them, that they would fill your spirit there, that they would know that they are not alone, that others around the world are, are praying for them, for their strength, Lord, strengthen their, their faith and and. Give them a, a resolve, a solid resolve to proclaim the gospel that they would preach to those family members that would persecute them, Lord, and that they would call them to repentance and faith in you, Lord. And we do pray for Open Doors and other parachurch groups that are in this country that are working with Sudan, that they would help to build a strong, thriving church there, that there would be leaders raised up, evangelists raised up, pastors raised up, and people who can disciple other believers, uh, where iron can sharpen iron, and we can see your name glorified amidst the believers in Sudan, and that uh, religious freedom would would be uh, would flourish there, Lord, and that the gospel would be preached, and that you would use the witness and the the testimony of all these people who have endured persecution because of their faith in you, Lord, that you would use that to draw others, even their persecutors, to repentance and faith in you, Lord, and that in all of these things you would be glorified because it is for your glory and in your name that we pray these things, Jesus. Amen and amen. Again, thank you all for joining me 10 to 15 minutes a day to become more aware and to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. Continue to invite people. It's been exciting. It really has been exciting to every day go to these different pages and see the increase in the numbers and more and more people coming and joining us to pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. And as always, preach the gospel at all times, use words, they're necessary. And until tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria.